0: Name? Anja Breuer. Instagram name? Anja.netzkatze. Age? Uh, I'm going to turn 37 in two days. Lives in? Uh, In a small city near Frankfurt in Germany. Family? Uh, I have my husband and my son. Uh, We're living here with uh, a lot of pets in our uh, house. Favorite coloring book? (laughs) That's always the hardest question. Um, right now it's probably Sagar Och Segner, but maybe it's Summer Nut from, uh, from Hannah Carlson. I've colored most in that, in that book. Favorite pencils or pens? Polychromos probably, but also Neocolor.
1: Neocolor too. Coffee or tea? <laughs>
0: that would be always coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cup of coffee
1: right here now. So let's start. And uh, yeah, welcome everyone to a new episode of Passionista Colorista Coloring Book Podcast with me, Isabel. And uh, welcome today's guest, Anja. Hi. Hi. Uh, so, as always, I'm sitting in my bed. Uh, where are you sitting?
0: I'm sitting today in our guest bedroom because I tried to find a, a room where um, we would have some quiet and nobody we would rush in and then disturb our talking. <laughs> so, I'm sitting here in this uh, yeah, guest bedroom. So, you have a
1: son. How old is he? He's seven. And you said you had a lot
0: of pets. Let us know what. <laughs> Tell us about yeah, them. Yeah, I have two cats. Maybe if you see my, if you have seen my Instagram account, I sometimes post pictures of them. Um, I also have guinea pigs, and I I have one little bird. She's really very old, so that's why she's alone. Her, her companion died uh, a year ago. So, several different pets. <laughs>
1: And before we dive into the coloring and drawing and painting stuff, uh,
0: tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who are you? Well, I work uh, as a quality manager in a huge pharmaceutical company, which is not so much creative um, I have however also uh, worked as a media designer when I was much younger um and I've always loved being creative. I've been drawing and painting since I can remember. So that was always a very important part of my life. Although it's not part of my uh, um, my business uh, life nowadays.
1: Do you remember
0: what you created when you were a kid? Um, I, <laughs> I tried to uh draw in the way that the pictures looked like in my uh, Astrid Lindgren books i don't know if you if you know them the illustrations in these books yes. they are so beautiful and i tried to to draw the same so that was like my my first goal that i remember when i was a kid to um be able to draw like that and of course i i colored all of my children's books <laughs> <laughs> I I, re- I read them nowadays. I read them to my son, and I discovered that they are all colored in. <laughs> and was, are they good? Colored in?
1: Is it inside or outside the lines? It's uh, it's mostly inside the lines. <laughs> That's amazing because I have colored in some of my books, but it's more like I just draw over everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was not that little probably at that time. I was already at school, and I'm. I, yeah. So have you coloured in the pictures in the Astrid Lindgren books that inspired you to draw? Yeah, not all of them, but many. <laughs> and like uh, Winnie the Pooh, I have coloured in, and uh, Peter Pan. And all the children's books that have really beautiful illustrations, I have coloured them. <laughs> because I didn't like colouring books when I was a kid, because they were so childish and like for babies and too easy and uh, yeah so I colored in my in my kids books
1: (laughs) (laughs) fantastic on your Instagram account your page uh, you have written drawing and painting since ever
0: yeah that's what I just meant
1: (laughs) yes loving coloring books since 2015
0: yeah so what happened yeah what happened then in 2015. That's when I got my first coloring book, which was Secret Garden. Um, and uh, I was eyeing this Secret Garden book from Johanna Busford since some months in, in that year, because I, I've seen it somehow online and I found it very beautiful. But it was uh, sold out on, on Amazon where I tried to buy it. And in our local bookstores, that was before this. Hype really started, and it was, I couldn't get it anywhere. And uh, then I actually got the, the Norwegian version of Secret Garden because I was, uh, I was traveling, and on our flight back in uh, Oslo airport, I, I found it in a bookstore. So that's uh, when I got that first coloring book and uh, started coloring right away, and it was like bam. <laughs> That was what I was waiting for all the time, and since then i'm I'm really hooked and do you remember what pencils you used then, or how you colored um i mean i've been I've been drawing and and a lot before, so i was i had some art supplies at home that I hadn't been using for several years at that time because i I didn't find the time to really create art let's say in that in that um Meaning, um, so I had some a small set of uh, Albrecht Dürer pencils and some goldfarber pencils. I bought them when I was a student. So it was all small sets. I didn't have money back then. Um, and I used them to, to color. But the very first picture, actually, I colored already on the plane flying back home from Oslo, um, together with my son. And I used his kids' pencils that we had packed for the vacation <laughs> I have seen that on
1: your Instagram. You, you color together with your son. Yes. If,
0: if he feels like it, <laughs> that really depends on the mood. So his mood. I would love to do it more, but sometimes he's really excited and loves coloring. And um, is also very focused and colors an entire picture. And then for weeks, he doesn't feel at all like coloring. It's probably like that's how kids are. <laughs> But I really like it when he does.
1: But do you color together one page or do you color different pages or
0: in different uh, books? It's a mixture. Um, what he likes best is if we color together one picture. <laughs> but it's also the most difficult because uh, we have different approaches. And I mean, if you have a, like a <laughs> <laughs> one page and you try to color... It's, with two people, it's you get in the way all the time. It's it's a bit difficult, but it's it's fun. But that's the way he likes it best. Um, and sometimes I make a copy of a page that I'm coloring, so he has it on a on a separate sheet, and and um, we color the same picture in parallel. And sometimes he he just wants to color a, a different picture that that he likes. So it's a mixture of all of them.
1: Did you do the the 30 days of
0: flowers together? Yes, we did. We did. I, I asked him, I told him it would be a challenge and that, of course, he liked that idea. And then uh, we decided to do that. From a timing perspective, it was not the best point in time because I was super busy at work at that time. And there were several days when I was more or less not at home at all. But we said, yeah, let's see, we can catch up on the weekend, and that was basically what we did most of the time. So most of the the colors were of the flowers were colored on the on the weekend, and it was not it wasn't a flower a day. So what was the original idea of the challenge? But it was still fun, and uh, I liked it. But do you color every day? No, I I, I would love to. Huh? If if I don't have to work so in my vacation and so on I color every day but um when I have to work and I don't know how people do this I'm I'm always so busy with everything and yeah I I only color on the weekend and sometimes if I'm not too tired <laughs> maybe a bit on the evenings but on many evenings I'm I'm just too tired <laughs> and where do you sit when you color? I'm sitting in our um, study room where uh, we established a new uh, desk and colouring corner for me um, last year. Um, Before it was very, it was different with the desk and uh, all the PC stuff were there and I didn't really have space, but we renovated everything and redecorated and I got my new own desk and uh, that's where I'm sitting for colouring. And do you listen to something something when you are coloring or do you sit in silence or do you talk talk with your family I'm mo- yeah <laughs> I mostly sit in I, mean, I wouldn't call it silence it's uh, I usually have my my husband also around and my, my son is coming in and out and uh, we're talking I don't I don't listen to music um, I've been listening to some of your podcasts uh, sometimes but only from time to time. but that's all usually I don't I don't turn on something to, to color what is it about the coloring that you like um I was thinking that uh it makes it much more easier to be creative because um if you're sitting uh in front of an, an empty white page, and then have the idea, okay, now I'm going to create art. You feel so much pressure, and it's so exhausting, and that's the reason why I, I didn't really do much art in in the past years before I started this coloring thing, because it was it felt like work. So I was only sketching and doodling and so on. And this coloring, it it's uh, it's effortless I would say it's so much easier I just look at all the beautiful pictures until I find the one that that inspires me at that moment and then I just start and it's it's with the flow and I I like it and I love the the illustrations and all those beautiful books I've always loved um, also art books I have a couple of different illustrators that I've loved in the past already so it's I would also buy them if I if i couldn't color them in but that's a bonus <laughs> that i can color them <laughs> how many books do you have today um hmm 25 to 30 maybe
1: and uh, uh, you started with the johanna bassort books
0: have you bought her other books after that um most of them were given to me by my mom <laughs> i don't have world of flowers but all the others i have and what are the other books? I have uh, Maria Trolle's books. I have um, some of Hannah Karlsson's books. Not all. I have some of not And uh, I got um, jewelry, jewelry books. I don't know the Swedish name. I don't remember it. I, I, I got that ah, for Christmas, actually. And... Uh, I have daydreams, but also only since uh, half a year. I have uh, several Kirby Rosane's books. Mm, what else do you have? I have? I have very different books. <laughs> I like the mixture.
1: But do you color one picture at the time, or do you have more than one whip?
0: i usually color one picture at a time i feel that it's uh, stressing me out when i have more than one picture ongoing because it's it's it feels like i have too many too many things to remember and keep in mind and too many ideas to uh i don't know i don't I, i feel it's more relaxing to Focus at this one picture and finish it, and then start the next one. How long does it take for you to finish a picture? Mm, that depends mostly on the medium. <laughs> I can color a picture with neo colors and only a couple of a few pencil highlights in maybe three or four hours. Um, but I. Can also it can take two, up to four days when I color a picture mostly with pencils. It takes, of course, the longest. But I'm I'm most of the time I'm mixing everything to get the results on my pictures.
1: I really really love your colorings. Thank you. And that's why I <laughs> I asked you to to join the podcast. Uh, how would you describe your coloring style? <sighs> colorful
0: and expressive and a bit messy <laughs> I don't really care so much if it's uh, very exact and super precise layering and uh, I'm just I just go with the flow <laughs> because that
1: was also a question I had uh, how important the result is for you um,
0: I'm usually happy with the result so there are very few pictures that don't like in the end um, but it's I don't know it's both I wouldn't say the 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 result is not important because um, but I'm not going to to stress myself out to yeah trying to achieve something very specific or very special and like uh feel bad about it in the end if it it doesn't work exactly like that so um, I'm doing this for fun
1: (laughs) I mean if you can color together with your son and he can color in your books you are not too afraid of the pictures
0: not looking perfect
1: I guess
0: yeah I mean I have some pictures especially those that we have colored together they are not perfect there are several areas where my son has colored they are colored over the lines there's no shading and I I don't care I still love them they are still part of the books and um, sometimes I have pictures where my son has colored and he has allowed me to color over it so I'm trying to include whatever he has done Mm -hmm. into the end result and then mostly it's not noticeable (coughs) I'm sorry it's not noticeable anymore
1: but you don't just color with your son you color together with your mom as well yeah, <laughs> I think that sounds amazing.
0: It is. It is. It's it's so much fun. You know, when we were, actually when I bought this first coloring book, my mom was also with us. So we were on vacation together and she was looking at me when I was buying this book. And she was looking at the books also and, and thinking about it. But she didn't buy one. And then maybe like one month later, she called me and said, I have also bought a colouring book and a couple of pencils and I'm going to do this now also. And <laughs> she started colouring. And uh, she was never doing any art stuff before. So she started really from, from zero and she's really amazing. Her her pictures are so great now. I mean it's it's really a different different thing compared to myself. And it's a hobby now that we share and whenever we meet we bring out like a big box of coloring supplies <laughs> <laughs> then we sit in on the kitchen table and we color together
1: and what is her her favorite book? hmm
0: that's a good question. I think she likes Maria Trolle's books very much but... I don't know. I'm just guessing (laughs) from uh, from the pictures that she has been coloring recently. Maybe
1: maybe I'm wrong. But do you do like color longs and do the same page or do you just color? So
0: we used to just um, sit together and everybody colored their own picture. But since we don't see each other very often and we don't live very close together. um, But we are, of course, we are messaging all the time and sending us pictures of the 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 um motives we're coloring at the moment. And then at some uh, I don't know maybe a year ago we started said why don't we just color the same picture together? And then those mother daughter color alongs they they got more um uh Yeah, we came up with different ideas like, okay, let's let's do a specific color palette for this picture. Or um, I think the the latest one that we did was my mom selected the picture and I selected a color palette, um, but independently from each other. And then we had to do the same picture with the same uh, five uh, coloring pencils. That was really fun. I think it's just marvelous. It must be fantastic to have a. I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great to to share that that hobby with somebody, especially with somebody you're so close with.
1: How do you choose colors? Because I love the how you have you used the colors on the page, but how do you do when you
0: choose colors for a page? Hmm. I mostly I I look at the page and then I have a certain idea of what the picture should look like, not in every detail, not like uh, here this color will go and, and and so on, but a certain feeling I, I want for this page. And then I I usually pick a few colors and uh, start um, putting the first colors on. Often I start with the background because that that gives the most. Um, the framework, let's say, for the, the final result, and then I I usually stop at some point when it comes to um, adding new <laughs> pencils, yeah, to my to my palette, uh, and just use the ones that I have so far. So I don't use too many um, different pencils or uh, colors, let's say, on one picture because I think then um, it's it's it, it fits together better, yeah. the, the entire picture. My um, my pictures, they are very colourful. I love very bright colours, but I don't use many different colours in one picture usually. What is it about polychromos? You
1: said that the, those were your favourite pencils. What is it about them that you like?
0: <sighs> well... Those were my dream when I was younger. So when I was a teenager, that was, you know, there's this um, full set of polychromos in this uh, wooden uh, box. And I was I was dreaming about that when I was a teenager. That was like, but it was way out of my reach from a price perspective. So they, they were always my dream because I knew them. I had very few and I knew how bright and how intense the colors were and from From a handling perspective, i I have just always loved them. <laughs> and now nowadays, now that I have money, uh, I of course have the full set, and I still love them. And are there?
1: Is uh, is it a wooden set? Yes, the wooden case set? yes.
0: <laughs> I don't have them in the wooden case now because it's totally unpractical, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but still, still, yeah, it's it's on my shelf. <laughs> How do you use the polychromos?
1: Do you layer a lot, or do you press hard,
0: or? Um, I I layer, I do, yeah. Especially because as I as I mentioned, I at some point I stop adding new coloring pencils to my palette, and then when I want to achieve a certain color, I would rather layer the existing um, pencils to get a certain um, gradient or uh, color uh, instead of adding a new one so and, and then of course i i layer a lot but it, it de- depends Yeah. and do you have a long tip or a short edge um i i like when they are um how do you say it pointy when they are sharpened freshly but i don't, don't like a very long tip because i'm maybe i'm too clumsy but i break them all the time so I prefer when the tip is not too too long but still sharp.
1: And how do you hold the pencil? Is it in an angle or more from above?
0: Um, in a slight angle I would say <laughs> so not very uh, flat so but so that you really also use the the, the tip. Or the pointy end.
1: <laughs> Which pencils in this set do you use most? Ooh.
0: Do you have any favorites? I have some favorites. I mean, I, I have to rebuy many uh, pencils open stock in the meantime. I love the um, more natural green tones in the sets. Um, of course, I use the black pencil a lot, the dark blues I use and um, hmm. yeah some other of, of the more natural muted colors because they are they are more special than I mean a bright yellow or a bright blue you can find in any set I guess <laughs> Do
1: you have some pencil that you ju- that you use uh... Almost always use for shading.
0: I think I like the dark sepia for shading, but it really depends. I would not say I use them always, but because I I shade usually with the within the palette that I have for a picture, but they are like my um backup. Yeah? They this this um this um what was the color I said. Dark Sepia, that always works. Yeah. I know it's my
1: one of my favorites
0: (laughs) (laughs) for shading as well. Yeah, because it's it's uh it's like this warm gray and it it goes with everything. I agree.
1: Uh, And uh, you also said that Neo Color Two
0: is a favorite. Yes, I love them. Why? (laughs) Because it's more like painting when you use them, and and you can. So easily and so quickly um, do such bright and, and, and vivid pictures, I just I think they are great. I How would, would you use them? Um, well I apply them to the page uh, just roughly where the colors should go and then I, I um, dissolve them with the, with a the water brush and then I add layers. <laughs> Until I'm happy with the result and uh, repeat. And sometimes I take them from the um, color from the tip of the the pencil or crayon. Sorry, pencil crayon um directly and and uh, to yeah for smaller areas, let's say.
1: And you also mentioned two books that maybe or that maybe are your favorites, Samite and Sargoda orxagna. Mm-hmm. What is it about these books that you like?
0: Um, in Sager och Segner, I think, I, I mean, I I didn't buy that book initially because I thought, uh, yeah, uh, maybe they will make an English edition and then, then I can order it easier. <laughs> I wouldn't have to order it from Sweden. And then the first edition was sold out and I was trying to get it for such a long time until they finally made the second edition. So that's maybe a slight obsession I had with this book, <laughs> but I think the motifs—they are so beautiful and they are so easy to color because they are not so super detailed and and still they they tell a story. Each of those pictures—they're just like a in, a, in a, a storybook. So they they are very appealing to me. And summer nights. Summer Nights was my first Hannah Carlson book, and it's the book I have colored the most pictures in of all my coloring books, maybe because for a long time that was my only Hannah Carlson book. but I, but I really like more or less all the pictures in this book. and if i if I was ever going to finish a coloring book, that would be probably Summer
1: Nights. How many are not colored in in that book?
0: Oof. still the majority. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, finishing a coloring book is totally unrealistic, <laughs> to be no. honest, but you can dream.
1: <laughs> but as you told told us in the beginning, you colored in your sh- your children books mm-hmm. when you were a kid. Uh, so did you buy Ivy? Because that is a children book yes. for coloring.
0: Yes, I have. I have. I have bought it. I have bought the German edition and gave it to my son. And I got the English version as a gift from my mom. So I, we both have the book. And my mom, of course, also has it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I read the story to my son. And he really likes it. And uh, and then, yeah, I'm, we're coloring sometimes uh, together. So in that case, everybody in his own book. But you have not finished that, I guess, because it's a huge book. Yeah, no, I'm. I have colored a lot of pictures in in Ivy. It's I think it's my favorite Johanna Basford book, because it has so many different uh, motives. But yeah, I'm far from finishing any book really. <laughs> I have too many uh, books, and and there are new books coming out all the time and i'm i'm really trying to limit myself because i'm al- i think i already have too many books but no i didn't say that <laughs>
1: <laughs> i <laughs> know <laughs> that- i know a lot of people including me that have a lot more <laughs> and still buying
0: yeah and i'm not going to stop
1: <laughs> it's yeah they are just too beautiful what was
0: the latest book you bought or got Mm, I think, well, for Christmas I got the jewelry box, and I got another, that is the bicycle coloring book. I got that from my brother as a present. That's also a really cool book.
1: So I'm going to head over to your Instagram, and uh... yeah, one of my favorites is your polar bear in Sagur and Sagner.
0: Ah, <laughs> i used your background <laughs> for that one yeah the background is it uh i i've saw i've seen your um this name page you did with this uh gray snowy background i like that a lot and so i how did you do yours i drew the, the the snowflakes with the um with the white pencil and then i uh did the gray with um neo color too I just took it from the crayon and and washed over the page and what i I really like the
1: colors in this picture, and what I wonder is how you did the fur. How do you do white fur?
0: <laughs> you You have to focus on where the shades are and find a good color for the shades. In this case, I think i it's um it's a blue gray from, uh, from a, the Colorsoft set that I used um, and I use that for the shading and there are not many areas that, that I leave actually white and of course I, I use uh, um, a white pencil to cover uh, whatever is left from the the black outlines although in, in Sagra of Signal the, the fur is already fantastic. <laughs>
1: But it, it's not only blue. I can see the blue, but you have used other colors as well on the fur.
0: Yeah, a little, um, a little. Uh, I think it's a light flesh color. Um, I I made some. I do this mostly when I color animals. Um, it's uh, maybe I'm. It's uh, I like them to be a bit cute. So I I want them to have red cheeks and pink noses (laughs) and i i use that uh, like on on the cheeks and in the nose area and in, in the ears and i've used this flesh this light flesh color um also in other areas so it's this blue bit of light gray this flesh and maybe even a bit of green if i look at it now I don't remember exactly, <laughs> but I can totally see the blue, and I can totally see the flesh
1: color now when you mention it. Yeah,
0: I think th- those were the most obvious
1: ones. Because I have never colored white fur, or I think I, I, any white object. Uh, and another favorite I have is the the gnome uh, next to the lantern. Also, ah. Sagar and Sagner, do you
0: know what picture? Oh, you're yeah, talking yeah. About? I know which one. With the moths flying around. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's a ama- it's fantastic. What can you tell tell us about it?
0: Yeah, that was one when I had this I looked at it and I wanted to have this this warm glow from this lantern. And I started with the background with new color two. Um and when that was done, the rest was very quick and easy. Um I used uh, color soft pencils in that case. And I think it's very easy if you have such a prominent light source in the picture, like in that case, I start with the yellow and I color all the areas where I expect that the light would fall onto like the side of the head of the uh, gnome and uh, the front areas of the the moss and uh, on the leaves, and so on, and um, yeah, that was that, that's how I started. And, and I don't know, it just continued from there.
1: <laughs> the light is so perfect, uh, it's a uh, lightest, I mean, I guess it's yellow around mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the candle, and then it's different shades of warm yellow
0: and orange maybe It's it's actually not so many different shades I, I i did the interior of the lantern also with new color so i think i used maybe five crayons for yeah from the middle of the lantern to the end of the the corners of the page so it's a uh, yellow and some orange and um a rather bright red, and then some more purple red and black. That's it. And the and the
1: candle, it's white, but I can see that you have shaded it and used different colors to make it look white.
0: Yeah, I used um, more yellow in the area near the, the flame because of the reflection, and I used this purple um, where the shades would go. It's the same purple as the, the trousers of the... Home. <laughs> Ah. As I said, I don't use so many different pencils. It's it's rarely more than 10 pencils on a picture.
1: I think I have done some candle and then I have used gray. And that doesn't look as good as this when you have done it with purple.
0: Yeah, I think it's because it's the the opposite uh, color in, in the color wheel. Um it's like when you have a, a yellow light source the shades or the shadows tend to look purple.
1: I really wish I knew these things, these <laughs> color theory things. <laughs> how much do you just have them in your knowledge because you have colored all the time and drawn all the time or how have you learned? Um I
0: mean I've, uh I took some courses when I was young, I mean, more really like a teenager. And I um, I had this as a, f- I don't know how to call it, um, focus uh, area at school where you could select at, at some point on which um, uh, courses you want to, to focus. And uh, art was one of those. So I, that was also where I have learned a lot. And I've been yeah, reading and and buying books about how to uh, draw and how to paint. And just because it was, I I was always interested in that. So I I learned a lot also in in self uh, study, let's say. How
1: have you done the circles, the bubbles in the around the lantern?
0: They are not white, but they are whitish. Mm, yeah. I'll try to remember. Yeah, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was um, an acrylic paint pen, like a Posca, in, in a muted yellow. And I just colored over the... I think there were some circles in the original picture, and I just colored over them. And then I added some white spots on top of those, because I thought they are so huge, <laughs> Uh, If they are just flat, they look stupid. And then these um, lights, lights, reflection points with a white Posca.
1: Yeah, it really make makes them pop and look three dimensional. I think. Yeah,
0: but it's it it, that was really cheap, you know. It's really just (laughs) a circle and a white reflection.
1: You have also done white uh, reflections on the lantern. Was it also Posca?
0: Yeah, I use mostly um, Posca pens in different colors, but mostly white.
1: (laughs) And did you use Posca as well when you outlined the animals when you were
0: doing fur? Um, Sometimes, but I have uh, recently also a gift that I, I, I got for the last Christmas, I have a a Faber-Castell pit pen with white ink, and I like that even better. Although it's not um, as opaque as the Posca pen, uh, it it doesn't add such a thick layer. And uh, to cover lines, I like that better, because the lines don't have to disappear completely usually. They just have to be uh, softened a bit. And, and I like that better. But for reflections, I still like my Posca. How many layers
1: do you use uh, with that pit pen? Because I also have it, but I haven't used it because I I thought it was too uh, transparent. Um,
0: depends on <laughs> how, uh, how much coverage I want to achieve. But you can do many layers. And if you do really many, it's really, at the end, it's covering uh, completely. You should try it.
1: I have to do that. Why do you yeah, like that give prefer- it a try. <laughs> Yeah, why do you prefer it before Posca?
0: Because you can color over it or go over it with um with pencils or other medium much easier. If you have a Posca, it's like a, a really a thick layer of white paint and if you go over it you scratch it off. Uh if you're not careful and I you know I'm not very careful usually and that that doesn't happen with the with this pit pen.
1: Another picture I really like, and I, it's the rooster from uh, Daydreams yeah. coloring book. And the rooster looks really, really good. And I, I really like your your flowers at the, the end. <laughs> but it's the background I want to ask you about. How did you do this background? Is this also neocolor? Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't know, Three different colors. I'm. I'm also looking at the pictures and trying to remember what I did. Um. And I just you know, put them more or less randomly on the paper. Maybe there were some areas I wanted to have to be more green or more yellowish. Um. And then I just, uh, yeah, <laughs> dissolved them with with my brush pen. Uh, no, paintbrush.
1: How do you do? Because I think it's hard with new colors. I also like them, but I think it's hard to get real good transitions between the colors, and uh, not so uh, pa- get not getting it so patchy. So how do you do the, do it?
0: But I think it's it is patchy. <laughs> Look at it now.
1: But it's patchy. <laughs> this background is patchy, but in a good way because it looks ra- like real art, like <laughs> something an artist
0: would do. Um, I'm trying to, uh, when I work with my, my paintbrush, i I have this, uh, water paint brush and I'm, I'm trying to work from, from light to dark colors always to not, um, uh, yeah, make it one, uh, even <laughs> color layer. So to keep the contrasts, I always work from light to dark. Um I try to really allow rather more than too little water to flow right to really dissolve everything uh, thoroughly so there are no strikes of the the crayon visible anymore. Um and then as I said I usually do more than one layer of um of neocolor too because when after the first layer they usually look awful. <laughs> yes. And that's when you shouldn't stop let it dry, do another layer, dissolve that and then when I see still areas where I don't like the transition from um, one color to the next, uh, that's when I go uh, also with the on the tip, to the tip of the, the crayon directly and take some color and, and use it for the transition. And mostly from the lighter color I guess.
1: If you do a lot of layers with new colors, does your paper get buckly?
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, when you use water, the paper always will buckle in the coloring books. But I don't care because when the books are closed later and later, and it's going to press the paper and it's going to flatten again. I I don't mind if the color gets if the paper gets buckly.
1: Do you like to go back and and look at your already finished pictures?
0: Mm, Yeah, I do. (laughs) And sometimes I get inspiration from that. I mean, I usually, when I decide on a new picture, I just take some of my books and and just flip through. And then I'm, I'm really happy to see the pictures I have already colored. But it's really something that makes me happy.
1: Where do you find inspiration for your colorings?
0: Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, on the one hand, of course, on on Instagram, I I look at all the beautiful colorings there. Um, that's of course a source of inspiration, but also just by, oh, yeah, everything that is around me. Sometimes I drive home from work, and the sky has a certain color, or uh, like a tree against the clouds has a certain color combination, and then I feel like. Oh, this is touching me somehow. this is th- these colors, they are so great and I want to use them. and then uh, sometimes this this feeling comes back when I look at a coloring picture and then um, I just I just use these these colors. Um, yeah, or when I look at photos that I see or that I have taken, that's also some inspiration. And of course sometimes I just, when I do these these uh, color palette challenges with my mom, then it's uh, yeah. Then I find also inspiration from these color palette pictures sometimes.
1: How important is the community for you, the coloring community?
0: I think that's that's a fantastic community. I I really I mean the fact that I can. Um, take pictures of my coloring and post them and get all the lovely feedback from the community. That's that's super uh, encouraging and, and it, it really makes me happy. It, it just adds another level to this whole coloring thing. It's not something I'm doing on my own or alone at home. It's it's really I'm part of something. So it was really uh, great for me when I discovered this this community on, on Instagram. Um Although I must say i'm I'm not really the most active person in the community i I barely can answer uh, the comments I receive on my pictures. I feel sometimes really bad for it but in in doubt i I have to use my time for coloring. <laughs> what
1: are your favorite coloring tools
0: mm, well my um water paintbrush you know the, the one with the little water tank um i like that a lot i think it's the best uh, way to use water media in a coloring book
1: what um, brush is it do you have any favorite brand
0: i have nothing to compare i only have <laughs> i think they are from penta i i think i have them for quite some time and I don't have tried, I haven't tried any others, so I, I cannot compare, but I'm, I'm happy with them.
1: Do you have a- any other favorite tool? Uh,
0: I have uh, this electrical eraser from Derwent. I think that's a really useful tool for coloring books because you can erase and correct small areas. And you can also use it to add uh, highlights if you have forgotten <laughs> them to, to leave them. Uh, blank so that's that's very helpful and uh, I use that also a lot and um, yeah, maybe the, the, the Posca pens if they count as tools because I use them for highlights and so on so they I don't actually color with them but they are like the 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 add-ons <laughs> I, I use on the pictures and
1: what are your, your best uh, coloring tips for other people
0: mm. yeah maybe maybe it, it's an idea to um try to limit mm-hmm. yourself not uh in general with with colors but on one picture uh try not to use too many pencils i think that the the whole picture will um look more harm harmonic and uh like one picture, if if everything kind of fits together and if you have completely different colors in every area of the picture, that's going to be... It's it's just just much more difficult to um, get uh, a harmonized uh, look to the picture.
1: But when you said that your pictures are... Your coloring style is messy. What do you mean? I
0: color over the lines and uh, I'm I, I don't know, I'm a bit I like this uh, I like to color with neo colors for example and I also like to color with watercolors sometimes and I don't care if I stay inside the lines um, I just add the color and I'm. if I, if I see sometimes how, how precise and how exact some other people color, I'm and I look at my pictures. I'm. It's not very exact. <laughs> if you if you look at them, if you see the details, I color over the lines all the time. Do you still uh, paint or draw? Um, I don't paint because it's it's a messy thing to do. And uh, in I always have rather. Um, short time periods that I can use for my uh, yeah let's say art, and it, if you really paint, you have to keep your stuff all you cannot clean up and then put everything away after one hour it's that's not how it works, and I don't really uh, do that anymore. I draw um I'm always drawing more or less when i'm at work when i have a pen in my hand and i have some paper in front of me i'm i'm always drawing i cannot help it and i yeah, just recently discovered that i can i can draw on my um on my ipad and that's that's really fun because you, you can put it away very easily it doesn't uh, it's not messy you can do it on the couch <laughs> uh, so that's that's also something I, I really enjoy in the in the last time.
1: It seems like a lot of people in Germany likes to color. Is it a big hobby there? Is it popular there?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't really know many people uh, who color. Uh, I mean, basically my mom. And there's one friend of mine who also colors, but actually because of me. <laughs> and um, so it's not. Such a big thing nowadays, you don't really find coloring books also anymore in, in the regular bookstore, so it's not that popular, I guess. If you see if you look at Instagram, it you maybe get the, the idea, but like in, in reality, but maybe yeah. people just don't talk about it. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a secret, yeah, that's <laughs> my, se- my <laughs> secret hobby. <laughs> Do you
1: think your mother will listen to this?
0: I'm sure she will. (laughs) I told her that you will interview me and she was also uh, very excited.
1: (laughs) Do you want to say something to her? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) You can say it in German
0: if you want to. Okay. Liebe Mama, du bist absolut mein Lieblingsmalpartner und Ausmalpartner. Und ich hoffe, dass wir noch ganz viel Zeit mit Malbüchern zusammen verbringen können.
1: Perfect. <laughs> of course you need to say say something to your mom, if she's listening.
0: Yes, I guess so. My, I mean, I've been talking about her. Exactly. What, what's her name? Ruth. She also has an Instagram account. Which is? It's uh, tumrahira. Thank you
1: so much, Anja, for joining. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you. It was the same for me. (laughs) Uh, And thank you all for listening. And uh, goodbye. Bye.